0: of the to start we have to accept we are dead you can only revive what is dead cause what's alive needs no revival fire and in this hour the church has never known more need for revival and the grace that God would pour out on you I, for one, ready to admit my heart is dead But I want to be revived by the God Who called me
1: higher, higher, higher
0: Today we need to fill our hearts With just truth and just love Stop saying we've got something going When we don't have anything going at all Uganda, just tell the truth They fall on their face What happened to this nation? We can hear the truth And stand there like nothing's being said What are we thinking, people? What are we doing? I know we've been called to mind. To whom much has been given You know the rest
1: Just doing my job Insulting
0: the body Until we awaken Beyond a time to rest when you're in heaven, but for now there's a world waiting for Christ. of your life That bothered me when I heard That set me back some time When something happens in your life that shakes your faith You wonder if you ever believed at any time But now the Father's revealed kindness than I can say If you want to argue with me I'll argue Jesus Christ is here to save To Jesus Christ It's the day you need to shout it out in the parking lot Because you can't shut up your life It's the time for the God of gods To be seen on your face Can you hear me, people? What do we need? What do we need in this place? We need Jesus Be glad that he is. We need Jesus Christ full of fire as my heart breaks once again for him. We need love in doses we cannot ever turn back again. And then maybe a young one wouldn't struggle to get out of the room. Maybe they would come and say, This is truly a place for Jesus is here with you. Is that offensive enough? Do you need some more?
1: I'm not singing anything that God's not sung in my own ear Even though I thought I was just all filled up with the Lord (laughs) Well, you know I play the guitar And I lead worship and
0: people shout Doesn't that make me something special, God? And he said, you're just as dead as the dead you're singing to It's time to come alive forevermore are still moving, and we're still shouting, if you will. Though some of you have an awesome prayer life, is your praise life just as filled? And the glory that is coming will not be
1: denied. As the greatest metamorphosis that's ever been on the earth comes in Christ, is the only thing you'll see and
0: die. So glad.
1: concept of meeting every week in church is great, man, we got to come together. It's only actually a signal that we're still in exile. Did you know that? No, you didn't know that. Okay, let me get on with my insults. I have many of them today. I have (laughs) many things. We are an absolutely awesome group of people. We just don't know that. We've been lied to a thousand ways to Tuesday. About it, we keep saying the truth, and we put it up on the board, and we sing it. Yeah, God, glory be to God. Yeah, glory to God. Uh, you know, power to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's powerful. All riches to God. Yeah, give me some of that. Uh, and all of these things, we say it all the time. We're doing all the right things. We're just not doing it from the right spirit. So all the right words mean nothing, nor and they don't change anything until here is speaking the right words from the change God made, generally in this balding head. Isn't that where the change has to take place? Isn't it my renewed mind that absolutely has to come? So I've been on that subject for some time, and i got lots of awful things to say today, but I will try to make them as nice as possible. I think it's really bad. I'll play you a song or something, yeah. but we have to get past this, and I'm so convinced we are so close to seeing it that it is, you know, it's almost a, I don't know what you would call it. One time, a few years ago, many years ago, I was watching one of the older Star Trek, you guys, any Star trek fans in here, so, um, and, uh, You know, they had several of the leadership of the ship and they were captured uh, by this alien group and they were put in a cell and the cell had like plastic looking walls, you know. And so uh, Captain Kirk pulls out his ray gun and he shoots it and nothing happens. The gun doesn't do anything. So he said, oh man, they've, you know, they've done something where they've, you know, uh, neutralized our weapons. We can't do anything. Ever felt neutralized? Hmm. Better start thinking. Uh, and so after a while, of course, Spock figures it all out. He said, We're having our minds are being messed with here. You know what I mean? What's happening in this room is that we we're hearing, we know the truth, but it's we're being messed with, and they are altering our mind, making us think we didn't actually shoot a hole in the wall. As soon as they caught a hold of that, darn it, there wasn't a hole in the wall, that he'd blown a hole in the wall and they walked right out. And as soon as they figured out they were being controlled by their minds. Anybody? Because this is the most dangerous group of people on the planet. We have got to control your minds. Or you will what? Well, it will come into unity. <laughs> you don't want that. Do <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say? The second, this, I mean, the largest group of people on the planet is Christians. You don't buy that, do you? 275 million last count in America alone. There should have never been a bad law passed once with this many people who admit that Jesus Christ is the Lord, born of a virgin, all the stuff that goes along with that. Do you understand what I mean? So obviously someone has convinced us we didn't blow a hole in the wall. And we're still in prison. That's what I mean by exile. Exile. So we come together every week, so we tell you again, Jesus is the Lord. That's good. That's good. That's exciting. Yes, that's very exciting. He died for your sins. Yeah, that's exciting too. Yeah, Stripes. Yeah, stripes on your back. Heels. Yeah, I'm healed. Yeah, that's good. Where are we? Where are we? You see what I mean? The Jews would stand in front of the wall. and. They're going. They're going. Why? Because they serve a living God, and that's a signal that they're alive and he's alive. Anyone think that you serve a living God? And I know all of the stuff that goes along with it. What we're all based on is one time I got into a church, and I was sitting there, and I liked the church. I thought it was cool. It was back in Nashville. But, you know, the guitar player was out of tune, so I can't worship. That's it. You know, that's it. I can't uh, I can't get anywhere near God. There you have it. See, can't you hear that? Anybody hear that? <laughs> His B-string is sharp. I, uh, uh, you get what I'm getting at? We can come up with some pretty small reasons why we can't enter into the presence of God. And minds are smaller than anyone else's. But it doesn't mean that yours are any less or any more significant. The only, it's only one way. So God, all of a sudden I said, God, what's going on? And he said, stick your hand up in the air. I was, uh, Holy Spirit was about eight inches over my head and I got caught in him and suddenly I was lost. I was just sucked up into this what I crying like a kid and the guitar player was still out of tune. Yeah. Am I making any sense to you? The key to this thing is you got a Holy Spirit that's probably about eight inches above your head. Would anyone like touch. Do you see what I'm getting at? I mean, just for a second, and if you hold your hand still, I guarantee you'll start to feel wind around your fingers. Anyone feel that? You feel that? Feel that right there? That's called, that's how close the Holy Spirit is to us right The second. He's not here because someone played or someone sang or someone preached or someone did anything. He's here because he doesn't run away from us even when we're sickly religious. He's not leaving because we can't figure out what to say next. There he is. He's not moving. He's right there. He's continuing to do that. Does anybody feel what I'm saying? Can you feel that? He's continuing to do that. What are we thinking Am I insulting anybody yet? You know, and if we put our hands up and it felt like somebody threw hot water on your head, oh, that was really significant. I hope I'm making sense to you, but here's what's coming. Now, I've been doing a lot of stuff on, a lot of research on, on the book of Revelation, and I won't wear you out with that today. Although I do feel like I need to come and wear you out with that book. Uh, we are seeing that book from the wrong perspective. That book is not written to kill us. It was written to save us. It was written for us to reveal, for us to see the revealed glory of Jesus Christ. And once his glory is revealed, we go, whoa, 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 what's that? That's called response. We're supposed to respond to the Holy Spirit. Am I correct? are Are you catching that? Not try to figure out how to make him come. Do you know that there's nothing that happens up here that makes the presence come? Does anybody know that? If you don't know that, there's you, now you know it. He, nothing that we can do can make him, because we can't get rid of the presence of God. This whole planet would go dark if he decided he wasn't going to be here. So what we suffer is the distraction to notice he's not here or to think he's not here. Because we didn't, you didn't walk in this door with, boy, I sure want to worship God. You walked in, God, i got to go to church again. Is that okay? I mean, we might as well get a hold of that. We might as well accept those things. And I know I'm probably talking to people online who are dedicated throughout all of their lives to go to church. That ain't what this is about. If you're dedicated to going to church, you're going to the wrong place you got to be dedicated to going to Christ. Bring that relationship in that door. This place we've got on fire. Amen. We are the fire. You're the kindling, that's for sure. Are you catching this? Yes. I know you know all of this. You've probably have been preached this a hundred times. It doesn't really make any difference. But why ain't we getting that? There's a little more to it than just, okay, make me like God when I come to church. Everybody up here has got to force you into it okay let's praise God literally a decent whistler ought to put you on your face because it has nothing to do with what's happening here it has everything to do with the master of the universe that you know well right? okay am I getting there? am I hurting anybody's feelings yet? anybody getting wounded? You know, you, sometimes a good old-fashioned wounding is really good for you. You know, how many people ever been wounded by church? I ask that question a lot. Ever been hurt by, any, by the church at all? You know, a lot of people raise their hand. It's because you went to church. That's all. What's supposed to happen. We're not supposed to be, oh, it's all a beautiful thing. It isn't a beautiful thing. Life is hard. I've just been through hard life. And I'm not here because, oh, it's all nice. It's not nice. This is painful. This life is ugly. But I know something that's not ugly. And if I can turn my face to that not ugly, this ugly won't affect me. And that's what Jesus was doing. Got his face set on Jerusalem. What's going on? I don't know. I got my face set on my task on this earth. I know I'm talking to the right people. You're just as messed up as I am, but all right. So the good news about all of this is that you're not talking, uh, someone's not talking to you that you're not as sick as you are. I'm right here sick like you jerks are too. So we can face this thing or we can walk it out together. And if you, if we accidentally do this in unity, you are a real problem to the darkness. You are a real, real problem. And I know we know it. Yeah, I know we know it. I know. Attacking one of you should be like attacking all of you. There shouldn't be any difference. The whole place goes nuts if one gets attacked. How How long do you think the devil is going to keep that up when he gets his butt kicked by 150 people? I guess I know what you mean. So, anyway, the other day I'd been praying about coming here and I do everything in that I've ever done has always been spontaneous whatever the Lord says I'm ready to do in this last season he has said now I need you to pay attention and I have things I'm going to tell you and I need you to deliver it so are you okay with that so he said there's going to be a change in rulership did you ever hear that the that we, uh, Jesus would call the ruler of this world. you understand that scripture? You've heard that. It's only written in John. Uh, and Jesus refers to the devil. And he refers to Satan. But this time he refers to the ruler of this world. Why didn't he name Satan the ruler of this world? Because it's not Satan ruling this world. It's My and your fear is what's ruling this world. Because it's ruling you. Hmm. So Jesus said, you know, the ruler of this world is coming, but he has no claim on me. What, I mean, what claim are we talking about? He is telling us this fear is beatable. This thing does not have to control you. It controls we come together, you know how are you dressed. Oh, I I, I I look fine, don't I? Don't I? Don't I? Yeah. And we're afraid to talk. We're afraid to be with each other. We're afraid to tell the truth. Are you in pain? Yes. Yep. Okay, that's nice. What else should we talk about? Do you see what I'm saying? We can't possibly be that truthful with each other. The only place on the planet you should be able to be truthful is right here, because the Spirit of Truth reigns over it. Am I making any real, real sense? Anyway, he's just said, just as the ruler of this world has been a mostly invisible force, the shift in rulerships, and this is the Lord talking to me, will be an opposite force that moves on the land. The spirit of truth will prevail, while the spirit of holiness will take the lust out of love, greed out of finance, and rebellion out of obedience. That's quite a job, isn't it? So many fear rejection and ridicule if they choose against evil intent. See, David was talking about that. So we got so the whole government's moving towards a whatever. Doesn't you know the truth of the matter? Government schmubberment. It doesn't matter what's going on there, because what's going on here is what actually is going to change things. So there's, uh, a friend of mine showed me a book that was written in 1889 and the guy, the writer, was, uh, you know, well-studied of scripture and he believed the world was going to end in 1889 and a quarter, written in the book, and a quarter. So in a quarter part of that year of the end of the world. Hmm. Might have missed that by a few years. Uh, So... And the reason he was stating all of that is because the world was really horrible in 1889. And it's so much better now, right? Are you seeing what this is doing? And so I I remember hearing this from Reinhard Bunke one time, and I heard it in a sermon in 1988, not 19. Uh, 1889, but he said this in 1988, way back. It was a long time ago. My wife and I went to a Holy Spirit meeting in New Orleans at 40,000 people. And Reinhardt is up there talking and I don't know if you know anything about Reinhardt Bunky. He can say blue cheese two or three times and people start getting saved right away. There's something about the evangelistic heart that has nothing to do with what you're saying but who you say it from. Do you see what I'm getting at? That's what's going on with David. It's not preach the gospel. Uh, but it's, it's what's in his heart that's changing people's lives, and they hear it for two seconds, and they give their lives up. Simple. Why? Because he's an evangelist. Are you catching that? So holding him you know, hostage for not being the guy who runs over to your house every time you stub your toe or trying to figure out a paint color for the bathroom, that's not, stop it. It's not who he is. Might as well catch on to stuff. Are you catching money? Don't you, don't be calling me to do your plumbing. I hope I'm insulting you just enough so we can wake up and get through this ordeal that we're in at this hour. And any rate, what happens to us is that, and this is what the Lord was saying, is that we're fearing rejection, anybody? Uh, we, We fear ridicule, we have to do this right, you know, because we can't choose against evil intent. So it doesn't seem like that's right. Of course, we're in here in the church and we're always nice to each other and we can be nice for two hours about. Um, And then we leave and we're not nice anymore. (laughs) You know, we're back to who we really are in the parking lot, correct? And we hope that we don't be seen too much before we get out of here because here's where we act perfect. That's why we're so stiff. Right? Hmm. Isn't this fascinating? You guys are okay with all of that? Yes. All right. Um, the spirit that rules in this world is fear of not being included, not invited, or being without a share. Did you know the second meaning of the word sin is to be without a share? To feel not included. Anybody? So, in order for us to all fit in here, we have to believe we'll have a little set of rules. You have to believe this, believe this, believe this, believe this. Right? Is that correct? One time, I went to a little country church out in the out in in Tennessee. It the, the denomination doesn't matter. Uh, and when I got in, because there was a girl who was going to sing, there's somebody wanted me to hear this. Here, this girl is a great singer. So I'm sitting in there on a Wednesday night. And uh, and I looked up on on the and there's on the right is uh, their uh, what they believe in you know all of the things Jesus Christ is you know the Lord and so on and so forth that's great I looked at that and on the other side is another board that starts with if the doors of this church are open you better be here I like that I was like oh wow and if and if if you go to any other church, it better be because this one is closed. No pressure there or anything like that. And I kept looking at that thinking, wow. And these, and, you know, and, they're, and they're having as good a time as you can possibly have in prison. There's been a jailbreak, folks. Did you know that? And you're finally free. The chains on your feet have fallen off of you. That's actually what happened. There has been a jailbreak in all that we were trapped in, in the sin of this world, and the sin that's in my own heart. I've been set free from. Yeah, but I can't. But I can't. Shut the heck up and accept your freedom walk. Yeah. Accept what's been, what got paid for a long time ago. Jesus didn't say it's finished and maybe for most of you, except for this place. He did not state that. I got some other things that's more insulting. So are you okay? John 12, 27. Now is my soul troubled. Jesus is talking and he says, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this purpose, I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. So the answer came from heaven. How would you like to hear a voice from heaven? I mean audibly hear a voice from heaven right now talking. Would that freak you out a little bit? He will do this, by the way. And he says, from heaven, then a voice came from heaven. I I have glorified it, says God, and I will glorify it again. Maybe that should happen in 2022. What do you think about that? How about God being glorified worldwide this year? How about that? Even though this is, this, is a, this is the year of man, 2022, if you put the numbers together, adds up to six. This is the year of man. Man will demand to be worshipped this year. That's what's going on in the government. That's why they're trying to make laws that are just ridiculous. And anyone who stands up and says, we're not doing that, will come under the ridicule God said right there. Rejection and ridicule. They'll come under that. When that stops bothering you and has no effect on you, then standing up is an easy task. But if I'm so afraid I'll be rejected, they're not going to like me. You know, when my sweetheart went to be with the Lord, I, I stopped caring if anybody liked me anymore. Now, that doesn't mean I hope that you hate this, but I'm not on the, I am not on the planet to make you like me anymore. We can't live here for that. We live here for Jesus Christ. We live for him. If he's grooving on me, I'm fine. I am just fine. And if he's talking to me, I am seriously fine. And I'm doing very well. When does he talk? He's actually willing to talk all the time. We're just not that willing to wait for him to do it. Anyone? verse 31. Now is the judgment of this world. Now, this is now 2000 years ago. Now is the judgment of this world. Now with the ruler of this world be cast out. And I when I am lifted up, that's Jesus saying this, from the earth will draw all people to myself. That's John 12:31. That's a very permanent kind of statement. So he was lifted up off the earth. But there's still a lifting up of Christ yet to be done. Do you understand this? He only walks on praised ground in Israel. Um, David's tabernacle, when it was built, he sent the Levites into the tabernacle. and He said, praise God and offer thanksgiving to him continuously. And they did that for 33 years, 24-7, 33 years. Isn't it interesting that Jesus walked on that ground for 33 years before he ascended? He only walks on praised ground. Amen. Hmm. This is our time. That's why our praise can't be this half-baked. Oh, yeah, that's good. Thank you, God. No? It's a hard one. Things don't work out like I want. No, they don't. Um, Whatever rules you will be judged and cast out. Cell phone, computer, TV, stuff. If it's ruling you, it's going. I know, that's... Never mind. Uh, Then in John 14, verse 13 and 31, I will no longer talk much with you, this is Jesus saying, for the ruler of this world is coming and he has no claim on me. Hmm. But I do as the Father has commanded me. So the counter or the antidote to the ruler of this world ruling you is doing what the Father commands you. That's the antidote. Jesus tells you right here. It's written right there. For the ruler of this world is coming. He has no claim. Why? Because I do, I do the will of the Father. But what's the will of the Father? Ah, ah. I would do anything the Lord told me as long as I was absolutely without a shadow of a doubt, without any possible chance of me being wrong, I would do it if I was so positively assured that it was God talking. Is that right? Is everybody here like that? Well, guess what? That's never going to actually happen like that. Because there's no faith in the, in the walls rattling and words being written on it while they're rattling. There's no faith in that. If you can see it, it's not faith. Quote from my sweetheart. I know I'm making sense to you, but there's really something that's going to have to get driven home in here that really is because it's, there's nothing we can do outside of this in the kingdom. I personally want any place of fear in my life. I want that I want that overruled, overshadowed, uh, I want by the Holy Spirit. I want that done with. Anyone? Yes. My fear uh, you know, I don't dare say what's really on my heart. How about that one? I don't dare say it was on my heart. You don't have, there doesn't have to be an announcement on the stage. That's with brothers and sisters. And that is brothers to brothers, sisters to sisters. Talk the real, real. Talk the real, real. And be real with each other. And don't sit there and correct it or fix it. Don't fix each other. God will fix you just fine. He's real good at fixing. The word salvation means to be made whole. What whole? It means to be made whole. It means to be complete. What complete? Not afraid of my own shadow is what it means to be made whole in Christ. Paul says, if I boast, (laughs) I boast in Christ. I got nothing here to boast of, but when I do, it's of Christ. Isn't that what we're about? And this isn't about evangelism. It's not about you convincing someone Christ is alive. It's about you convincing you Christ is alive. That will touch the lost. And then you can say blue cheese and watch them come to salvation. (laughs) Am I making sense? I know I'm oversimplifying that, but sometimes we need stuff simpler than we, whatever. Um, And the Lord is stating this, and he said, This will reverse and become the spirit that rules unity, that rules the concept of inclusion, righteousness, kindness to one another, generosity, and goodwill the Lord. Like the land, nothing stays taken. Anybody ever cleared land? You know where you live? You clear some land and, and it's great. You get out there and you use it. It's great. Next year, somebody came out there and planted a lot of junk in that land. Is that correct? And suddenly that's not taken anymore. And if you get three years into it, you're all right back to the start, man. You're going to have to go back in there with a bulldozer to change that land. Because why? It's coming, it's coming, it's being taken back. Which means we think take it once and it stays status quo. Wrong. Wrong. And if you're living a status quo life, you're toast. You're going backwards. You're not going forward. If you're trying to maintain a relationship with God, you're going backwards. Mm. does that hurt your feelings at all holding on to what's been taken what's been achieved by hard work and spiritual warfare how many have warred in the spirit how many have warred in the spirit for your church or just the church in general how many have warred in the spirit for a nation for a city that you live in And we war in there and we get in there, oh God, oh God, oh God, you know, we're going for it, we're going for it. And so what we've been doing, and this may insult you a lot, but, you know, way back in 1889, the guy thought the world is so horrible, God has to come and smoke this thing. And in 2022, he still hasn't smoked it yet, uh, and yet... This is the world. The world is so horrible. It's time for God to move on the planet. What if God doesn't move on the horrible of the world? What if he only moves on the glorified bride? What if that's what triggers the king? That's a little different twist, isn't it? Well, how are we going to do that when the whole world's going to hell? You're not, uh, and you're going to live forever. Let's get in a big sweat about being sick and dying. You're going to live forever. Well, Why don't you get the heck over that? We could all say, oh, you know, he just lost his wife, so he's a little crazy, you know. <laughs> Actually, I haven't lost her. See, he he, believe me, she is anything but lost, and she's anything but quiet these days. And if she were up here, i like, ah, ah,
0: ah, let's see if we can drive that religious spirit out of here, ah.
1: She'd be doing such crazy nutso things that you would go, either I love this or I want to kill this person. And there's where we're really headed. We're going to have to get to hot or cold. Quit this Lukey crap and start going for, I'm either hot for Jesus or I can't stand to be in his presence. Because if you're in here with I can't stand to be in his presence, you are looking warm in the whole house. Are you catching this? So that really bummed out attitude, it's really attractive, but it's cooling the whole fire off. I know you hear me. I know you can hear this. This is not easy for us because I want it to be nice. My life is hard enough. I don't want to have it hard in church too. (laughs) Am I I know I'm talking to the right people and I'm not standing up here that I don't know hardness and I don't know pain. I do. I do. I do. So and that means, I can, I God laughing at me one day when I was, oh, God, I'm so sad of my loss. He said, you've lost nothing. How's that? How's that? How's that? How, what, do you, what do you mean by that? He said, you got more now than you've ever had in your life. Now you got an advocate in heaven. you got somebody who loves you more than life praying daily for you. Are you thinking, what loss are you talking about? Are you catching this? Well, there's nobody to make breakfast for me or something, you know. Very important. I hope I'm insulting you enough to really see what's going on in your lives. Okay. The land's going to have to be taken again and again and again. If you've taken it, you're going to have to hold it, and you're going to have to occupy it. Occupy, occupy, occupy and this is—I don't know—and we we have choices. I got all insulting one day, and, and I wrote this, thought I was making God happy, but. <laughs> I used to fight with my anger, anybody? Sometimes to no avail. I'd been struggling with complacency and I pray I do not fail
0: Been looking for the quiet life that's neither hot nor cold God help the man that thinks it's safe in the middle of the road Be called a radical, but my
1: thoughts they often harm. I've been waiting to be radically free, but nobody's breaking my
0: arm. I'd raise my hands and worship, yes, I would, but that shouting's just too bold. Oh, God, help the man that thinks it's safe in the middle of the road I've been radically saved by a radical God who gave up his life that I might be free from complacency and a lukewarm life it's time to decide if I'm gonna hide or make a commitment to the Lord praise the one who never played it
1: safe in the middle of the road Anybody relate to that? When someone is really a middle-of-the-road kind of a person, it's really hard to be an outrageous person next to them. Is that right? Yes. One's going, hey, 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 and the other one is, just. Yes. And I do love to worship God with all my might. You know, I, I realize that we have to stop watching each other do stuff. Why don't we watch the Lord and forget about the guy going nuts next to you or the woman screaming in the background or flipping upside down. I mean, it's none of your business what they're doing with Jesus. Are you catching that? I mean, we're here not to find out if someone is doing it like I like it. There go. Anybody? My wife taught me how to get the heck over that weird uptightness. Maybe you need someone over to your house to get you over your weird uptightness. You know, well, I don't want to do that in public. Oh, really? We got a rock that's waiting to do your praising, if you would like. That was my favorite insult. I really like that one there. There's a rock waiting to praise in place of you, you big lump of nothing. What's wrong with you? So we are not going to live a lukewarm life. Am I I correct in this? And by the way, just so that you can really hear this, a lot of what the word lukewarm means, it's hot one time and then cold the next. That's more of what happens to us than I stay tempted. It's, It's like... Well, I'm really ripping it up. And then it's like a manic person. You know what I mean? They're, uh, 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 and we go through these amazing swings, and then we make up words for it. That's probably bipolar, and it's probably a multiple personality. We wouldn't call it that anymore. You know what I mean? We got new nice names for it. All it is is get hot, stay hot. You get it? I know you know what I'm talking about. I know you mean, I know, I know, I know. Okay. Uh, Being made for greatness doesn't include status quo or just holding the ground. That's our Lord talking. It also doesn't mean being falsely humble. Hmm. About saying that you are satisfied with the goodness of your own house. Why did God say that, says I? He said, it is the house of, God has made not with hands that we come into satisfaction about so that you don't come in here not satisfied with the color of the walls or the way the carpet is or any of the stuff that's so important I hope I'm getting to that place that's insulting you Um, what are the goals Reasons or objectives of salvation for men and women. Salvation means wholeness, and I said that. If wholeness is the goal, goal, then why are you trying to evangelize without really knowing Jesus? Witness means that with which I have seen. Hmm. So we're, half the time we're witnessing something we've not experienced. So your witness is not working. Of course it's not working. You're talking about something you haven't seen. You're talking about something you learned. Mm. And this is an in, really an insulting statement. I save it for special occasions. But um, <laughs> if what you know about Jesus is what you've heard from this pulpit, you don't know Jesus Christ. Because he's a personal savior. That means he will talk straight to you. And he will convict you through the Holy Spirit when the time is right. And he will bring you to a place that nothing can change what's going on in you except Christ Jesus himself. And all the words in the world don't do it. And all the great sermons, yes, I got notes at home too. I have reams of books from sermons and they're all amazing Did it change me? Not until Jesus started talking to me, did it? Anybody struggling with hearing the Lord's voice? Anybody? Anybody willing to admit that? Hey, let's get real. How many struggle reading the scriptures, reading the Bible? Does it mean, I mean, we act like we're, we, we automatically know the scriptures. No, you don't. You know what I mean? It's been thousands of years. They're not unlocked yet. Even though they're unlocked in many, many ways, they're not finished being unlocked yet. Does anybody know that? That means it's ready for discovery all the time. It's ready to be understood by you, by you, by you, and you, and you. And then we all come, we have one person says one thing, and it's going to be great. It's going to really help change your life. But until it hits what's already in you, because the word of God it means nothing until it hits a mark in you. That's what the point. That's called two witnesses. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? It comes to pass when it's two witnesses. He will speak it. You will go, whoa, I know that scripture. I know that thing. I know what he's talking about. Yeah. Boom. That brings it to pass. Hmm. Anyway. Um. It is time to get stabilized. This is the Lord again talking and established in Jesus. Now he was talking to me about this house. It is time to get stabilized stabilized and established in Jesus. His kingdom and his rule uh, as the ruler of this present world falls. The more of Christ you get in you, the more the ruler of this world falls. Until there isn't any power in it left. Because there's a metamorphosis coming where the power of God and Christ, his risen lamb, starts taking rulership over there. Well, that'll never happen. Yes, it will happen. It is coming. And a day is coming when what is evil will be on such a low level that what is from Christ is so powerful that evil will fear A believer and not a believer fearing evil. Believe that. That's not a cooked up thing just to keep the people coming back. That's not cooked up. I didn't make that up. I wish I did. I wish I was smart enough to say stuff like that. Mm. But I'm not and I don't care because my king will say stuff smart like that and he'll use a loud mouth like me to get it said. Are you catching this here? It is time to get stabilized and established in Jesus. Talking to one of you should be the same as talking to any one of you. You'd hear the same message, no matter who you picked. Anybody who walked in the door, you should hear the same message. Yes. Jesus Christ. And I'm not talking about that lunatic stuff. I'm talking about real conversations that come from the heart of Christ. Not the stuff you don't really believe that you're willing to say. Yep. Yep. Okay. Now, the ruler of this world has been judged. That's what the Lord is saying. Now he has been cast out. Hmm. Uh, this is what happens when Jesus is present. That's how, because Jesus was present. He said, I'm saying, the Lord, the king, the ruler, is now saying, Now the ruler of this world has been judged. 2,000 years ago. The fear that's driving this planet. Was judged two thousand years ago and cast out. Yes. How many ever understand the concept of addiction um, we 're all in some way or another have an addiction you know that happens It can be serious problems like alcohol or drugs or any number of things. It can also be something simple like TV or Uh, just checking your phone. I was sitting in an airplane one time with a kid who checked his phone 9,648 times uh, before we ever got, "Eh, uh, 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 let's see, one more time, one more time. Why? Because something might have appeared on there. You know what I mean? The only thing that appears on mine is an advertisement about you. So it's like I got nothing to check. I know I'm making sense. Okay, Uh, those addictions, they must be broken, and they get broken by the presence of Jesus. Now, one of the problems with Jesus, he's convicting. (laughs) He's always staying with the truth. He's always talking the truth all the time. (laughs) We need to live a little bit of lies, so come on, guy, let's not get right down to the reality. (laughs) So we live in that, what we affectionately call the white lie, And wouldn't dream of changing that because I do this to help another person. Isn't that it? I lie to them because I'm helping them. How is that helping? Because what happens is we wind up lying to the Lord right after that. I had some real come to Jesus meetings in the last several months. And I mean, you face yourself for a little bit. You know, when you'd rather be dead than alive, and you'd rather see heaven than this place, then after a while I said, oh my God, this is not the blessing. This is the punishment. That's the blessing. Ah." You get what I'm going at? And so the first thing I learned about this change that took place is that there's a time of reconciliation. Hmm. Do you think you have full knowledge of Christ at this point? It's almost impossible for that to happen because of the vastness of who we're talking about. The stunning breadth and the width of who Christ is. I mean, David is trying to say, where can I go to hide from you? (laughs) I can go to the other side of the sea, and you're right there. I can go to the highest mountain or to the bottom of the ocean. You're right there. You can't get rid of God. Especially if you've decided to make him your savior. Now you really had it. He's here all the time. Yeah, he's convicting. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. But he's forgiving too. Didn't it say quick? to forgive. And that's a quick, quick to forgive. I like that. Quick to forgive. This is Mark 7, verse 20. Um, and he said, this is Jesus speaking, what comes out of a person is not what defiles him. Wow. Is I'm sorry, is what defiles him. What comes out of a person is what defiles him. Sorry, I got that backwards. Um, uh, f- for from within... And out of the heart of man comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness. He's not done yet. Deceit, sensuality, envy, slaughter, slander, pride, foolishness. Goodness, did he leave anybody out? That's pretty complete, isn't it? All these evil things come from within, and they defile the person. That's the point I'm trying to make today, is the fear that has been planted in all of us creates my thought process that gives me permission to do evil. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Now, we misunderstand misunderstanding a lot of things. One of my favorite words is wickedness, <laughs> I hate that stuff. And it's got lots of meanings. And one of its meanings is to live an unexceptional life. That's one of the meanings of wicked. To be wicked means to not be as exceptional as God very carefully made you to be. Oh, you know, I'm just an average kind of guy. That's a lot of crap. Why? Because you gave your life to an amazing king. That makes you all by itself stunningly exceptional. He was a common man. Hmm. Not many common men walk on water. Hmm. Not too many of them raise the dead. Not too many of them heal everybody that's there. Not many of them do that. And so that's pretty exceptional, isn't it? And that's who you are in and that's who's in you. So what's got to start to happen is this Christ in me has got to start crowding out the program, crowding out all the other liars that are making their way in there. Am I I making any sense to you? I, I've stunningly written songs about all this stuff. I wish I could say, "Oh, I wrote that." I didn't. God inspired it. But that. Why do I do the very thing I don't want to do? Anybody?
0: Every time I do something good, sin is right
1: there too. Why do I feel like a loser? No matter how hard I try.
0: Now I know the answer. That's a lie. Jesus Christ is truth. Jesus is. Satan is lying, do you hear me, do you hear me, you want to break that stuff off, let's do it now, let's not wait anymore, all these lies that I would be rejected if I was real about Jesus, that's a lie, I want to break it off,
1: these lies that say I can't hear his voice that's a lie and it's never been a greater lie than it is right now
0: the lie that says evil can't be stopped that's a horrible lie for it's already done for the Savior did that two thousand years ago can you hear it now it's finished it's finished he said it's finished in And in the spirit he said And it's finished Why don't we believe it's so But the lie is broken The line is broken That took place so long ago
1: And the lie that I could not say What I'm struggling with today That lie is broken now You have a place to speak your heart You have a place to hear his words And you have a friend who can hear your worst And that worst day is not on your record
0: anymore Oh, Jesus Is greater than the name Jesus
1: is rising
0: up again But this time he will be seen in his church Before he comes in the clouds And you'll recognize the warrior as he stands up among us And he shouts your name right loud. Kind of change Are you ready for This kind of faith
1: If he's the author And the finisher Then finish me off Oh God Until there's nothing left But what you made And only your pot of gold Oh God Let not the man of life Speak anymore.
0: The man of truth says you are the master of this life, Jesus Christ.
1: feel that lie has crippled you from the call on your life? How many have sensed that our false obligations, generally our codependency, which is a delightful thing to get sick over, has um, kept us from walking in something that is alive and well? Jesus says everything. I mean, if we can listen to him, he says everything. Who is my mother? Who is my brother? Who is Who is my family? Those who do the will of my father, says Jesus. So, why are we so hung up? Hmm. Funny how you can ask a question that there isn't actually an answer, isn't it? So that's why you have to ask Jesus. Because when we run out of answers, there's only one place you can go. You go to the Lord. One time I was in church and um, leading worship for 7,000 years. And, um, um, and it was it's one of those things I felt like it was important for me to be there. If you are on a stage because you think people need you up there, you're already in trouble. You're already in the wrong place. You're there because God commanded it and you obeyed him. End of the sentence. If you think that... And that's what I was thinking. They need me. They said they needed a professional musician, and here I am. (laughs) Thank you. They, They need me. They, who are they? The great they. We talk about they. They say... It's all over the planet. They whoever they are have a way of ruling the world. Is that correct? So what kind of is starting to happen is that if we are letting that rule us, then that's coming down. That has to come down. Hmm. How many know what you're made for? It's actually simple, isn't it? It's really pretty simple. I'm made for the glory of God. It's basic. (laughs) I'm made for the glory of God. God, what a wonderful thing. What a wonderful thing to even have in your mind, much less in your heart. Wow. Wow. Oh, Father.
0: Moses stood on a mountain Waiting for
1: you to pass by You put your hand over his face So in your presence He wouldn't die
0: All of Israel Saw the glory And it shines down Through the age Now you call it just mm-hmm. see Call me to bold.
1: I could make it through the end
0: if I could just see your face Yes we'll make it through the end if we can just see your face. face to shine upon you in this place show his mercy show his wonder and when he does shout out his name and when he does call on him and when he does respond to that presence
1: Blessings upon you all. In the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ, don't live another minute in fear. We are not made for that. If you make a fool of yourself, it's already too late. That's already happened. So you have nothing to fear from here. Amen? Jesus' name. Bless you.